a daily routine. She would meet a female co-worker in the bathroom during their lunch breaks, she said, to commiserate and cry about the frequent sexual harassment and verbal abuse they endured. They cried about the former chief operating officer, expletive blaze tirades, Applegate said, when she called, when she recalled him calling her bleeping stupid and then requesting she wear a tight dress for a meeting with clients so the men in the room have something to look at. They cried about a wealthy sweet holder who grabbed her friend's backside during a game, Applegate said, and the indifference the team's top salesman, uh, top sales executive displayed when she complained. So that's how it opens up the entire article. Applegate is one of 15 former female Redskins employees who told the Washington Post that they were sexually harassed during their time at the club. The other 14 women spoke on the condition of anonymity, citing a fear of litigation as some signed non-disclosure agreements with the team that threaten legal retribution if they speak negatively about the club. The team declined a request from the Post to release former female employees from those agreements so they could speak on the record without fear of legal reprisal. This story involved interviews with more than 40 current and former employees and review of text messages and internal company documents. So that sets the stage. When you get into who directly involved, you know, who was directly involved with this, Larry Michael used to be the play-by-play -play voice, the senior vice president of content and the voice of the Washington Redskins. In the article, it says seven former employees said Michael routinely discussed the physical appearance of female colleagues in sexual and disparaging overtones. In 2018, Michael was caught on a hot mic speaking about the attractiveness of a college-age intern, according to six former employees who heard the recording. Michael declined an interview request and retired on Wednesday. That's from the Washington Post. More of these allegations from the Washington Post. This one about Alex Santos who was fired as the director of pro personnel last week. Santos um, was accused by six former employees and two reporters who covered the team of making inappropriate remarks about their bodies and asking them if they were romantically interested in him. In 2019, Santos was the subject of an internal investigation after Rhiannon Walker, a reporter for The Athletic, informed club management Santos had pinched her told her she had an ass like a wagon and repeatedly asked her to date him. Walker said in an interview with The Post, Nora Prinktioti, uh, I, I think her name is, I don't know how you say the, the person's name, I, I apologize, a reporter for The Ringer, who formerly covered the team, also said in an interview that she was harassed by Santos. Santos, who was fired this past week, declined to comment. When we further get into these allegations, here are more allegations against Richard Mann II, who once again was the assistant director of pro personnel, who in one text message obtained by the Post told a female employee he and his colleagues debated whether her breasts had been surgically enhanced and in another text message told another female employee to expect an inappropriate hug and don't worry, that will be a stapler in my pocket, nothing else. Man was fired last week, also declined to comment. When we further get into 
a few more details from the Washington Post article about Washington's football team. Dennis Green, who is the former president of business operations, implored female sales staff uh, workers to wear low-cut blouses, tight skirts, and flirt with wealthy suite holders, according to five former employees, including Applegate. Green's 17-year career with the club ended in 2018 amid a scandal over the revelation that he had sold access to Redskins cheerleaders, including attendance at a bikini calendar photo shoot in Costa Rica as part of premium suite packages. Green also declined to comment on the story. And then here's one more uh, piece of information before we discuss this a little bit. Mitch Gresham, the former chief operating officer, Applegate said routinely berated her for trivial problems such as printer malfunctions while also complimenting her body. Uh, two other former female employees supported Applegate's account of her sexual harassment and verbal abuse by Gresham, who left the team in 2015. They further explain these bullet points. They set the stage in the article, and then they show you some, some evidence inside the article. But really, what you need to know right now, and this is the story that's going to rock the NFL and, and really rock the Washington football team that has been talked about for pretty much the last few days, and we finally get it from the Washington Post, is you have 15 women who are accusing then Redskins employees of sexual harassment. And my first reaction to this, when you delve into, into our world here and how we're going to discuss this, obviously, if what is being alleged is true, it's absolutely disgusting, and there is a significant culture problem in that organization. Now, we've known for years there's a culture problem in Washington's organization, but the way that we thought we knew about it was the way that they elect to run a football team. Now, what we're being told is they don't know how to treat people the right way, and you have many high-ranking team employees that were formerly of the team treating women inside the organization, allegedly, in a disgusting way. So the big question here, and this is a big way that's gonna be presented nationally, when you start to break it down, is what did Dan Snyder actually know? And when you go through the employees that have been mentioned in this article, and how many of them have been with the organization for a long time, and they've either been fired or they left the team on their own accord, you would think, you would think Dan Snyder knew something here.